to match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat children. All right. Another episode of the motherfucking Tough Talk podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Phil Hunt, per usual. Uh, this episode, uh, I'm joined by a uh, hot, self-described hottie, uh, black hottie, a.k.a. Maya J, folks. Uh, she is a sex worker. Um OnlyFans, Midivid, well, not OnlyFans, she doesn't have an OnlyFans, actually, she told me on this podcast, but she has a Midivid's account, Uh, what else does she have, there's something else she kept saying, anyway, she's one of my favorites, one of my personal favorites uh, online, Uh, been following her on social media for a while, and, uh, you know, looking at some clips, some of her uh, content, so uh, I figured I'd have her on and we talk a little bit about the whole sex worker movement, which, you know, to me, it's 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 uh, I think it's a necessary movement because some of that stuff needs to come above ground. You know, it's like you can't look at the content and then also judge these people or act as if they don't exist as far as their opinions. So I wanted to get her on talk to her a little bit, see what she thought. Uh, it was a very horny conversation, I, to say the least. Uh, I learned some of her likes, some of her dislikes. So for those of you who have never talked to or interacted with, I don't want to say someone in porn because she clearly made the distinction on this podcast that she is not in porn because she doesn't actually, uh, I guess, have sex with anybody. So there's that. Uh, and uh, Ibrahim is not on this episode. Uh, we, we're trying to bring him on every other episode or so. Me and him connect uh, and uh, kind of bring this podcast back to the center. Uh, haven't been recording as much because you guys need to uh, leave me a review if you listen to the podcast. Uh, rate the podcast. Uh, leave some feedback for me. Even if you think it sucks, just be like, yo, this shit sucks. Leave that review. All reviews matter, you know. ARM. All reviews matter, good and bad. So do that. Uh, it is Monday. We recorded this earlier part on Saturday. So I'll go ahead and kind of catch you guys up on me and what I got going on. Uh, over the weekend, what, a couple movies came out. Uh, the Venom movie, the second Venom movie came out, which I gotta, I haven't had the chance to check that out. Uh, but I did get to check out the uh, the Many Saints of Newark movie. That is the Sopranos prelude. Um, and I mean, this a little bit of this might be spoiler alert. Although, if you listen to the podcast, you know I am not a big spoiler alert person. As I often joke, how the fuck do you watch porn then? Because you know how that ends every time, dog. So, just the spoilers don't ruin. They don't ruin the movie for me. And after a while, it's like, I, I think you can only claim that for about a week before. It's like, bro, if you haven't seen that shit, you don't want to see it. You got to know as soon as you log on social media and stuff, 
somebody is going to throw up a clip of it or somebody's going to have a hot take about it. So it's like if something, you know, if there's really something you care about seeing and not having spoiled, then I, I think you got about three to four days. And like I said, a week at the most. But it's like, motherfucker, don't be that person that hasn't seen something for a whole month and then acting upset. But that's, you know, a whole personality online is acting upset. Anyway, the Many Saints of Newark dropped. It was a Sopranos prelude. So if you're into the Sopranos, then it was interesting. Um, I think they gave some backstory for uh, Moltisante. That was Chris's dad. And I mean, he's a dirty motherfucker. He killed his own father in this movie and killed his own father over a girl and then killed the girl later that it's just like what the fuck do you do all that for so that was interesting although you knew if you watched the sopranos that the family was foul uh shows a lot of young tony soprano too so young tony soprano's there with his long hair and even his wife uh camilla is there so that was interesting of course they show the beef with the blacks you know, when you throw the S on us, there's animosity towards us in this movie. So, you know, we're referred to as mullies and whatever other words they could come up with. But yeah, it revolves around the, the beef with the blacks and, and, you know, there's riots and stuff going on in Harlem. So it's kind of juxtapositioned against that. You know, their world is kind of steady and stable. And they're allowed to do their crime in our, in our world, you know, where fighting police brutality, which somebody randomly, or this is, <laughs> uh, they blame a lot of shit on us in the movie that it's just like, you know, anything, any piece that doesn't fit. Now, all the blacks must have did that, you know, <clears throat> but, uh. It just the movie to me, it was it, it gave some good backstory or backdrop to The Sopranos, but it it just ended so abruptly that I was like, wait, is that it? <laughs> and then, yeah, that was it, you know. But like I said, I think it did do a good job of filling in some blanks. I saw a lot of people reviewed it and they are not happy with it, uh, which I want to say. You know, moment of silence for the Italian community. It's been a rough two weeks for the Italian community. Last week they found out Chris Pratt was going to be playing Mario. And this week the movie The Saints of Newark, The Sopranos prequel, kind of bombed. A lot of people weren't happy with it and was like, why does this fucking exist? But I think it's hard to... uh I think it's hard to go from an hour long TV show, you know, over the span of what, I think seven or six seasons that it's just like they had so much time to build the characters and to give them some depth that then to switch to the format of a movie and try to kind of give explanation to the miniseries is like, too little amount of time for the amount of death we were used to seeing, you know, over the span of an hour each week on The Sopranos. So, yeah, I think this was 
know, maybe a little rushed. And like I said, it's a little, you know, they didn't have enough time to really fill in the depth of the characters. But like I said, they did, did a good job of connecting some stories from the series to the movie. But yeah, moment of silence for the Italians, you know, R.I.P. Mario and uh, R.I.P. Tony Soprano. Because <laughs> people have not been liking this movie. Speaking of crime and stuff, uh, I was getting a little bit into the world of uh, 50 Cent there because he's got the BMF TV show that he released, which I'm already tripping because I'm like, dude, if you're going to do a BMF TV series, how is the intro song not? I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Who. Like, how is that not? How is the Rick Ross song entitled BMF not the intro music? And I know 50 and Ross got beef, but it's just like dog. And I mean, intro music is a huge part of TV shows. You think about power that I was so resistant to watching power because I'm like, I was on my pro black shit, on my woke shit. Like, nah, bruh. Niggas dealing drugs, I'll pass. But then I watched, you know, two or three of them and got into it of like, fuck it, I got the time. And this is actually kind of interesting, you know. Uh, But BMF being more based in real life, it's like, Big Meats, don't tell too much of the story, dog. (laughs) They fuck around, lock you back up for some shit that you put in the TV show. But yeah, I was disappointed at 50. Like, you know how important intro music is. He found out quick when he changed that damn power intro song in the last season. Uh, Google that if you're listening to that. Uh, He changed it from the original song to, I think there was a remix of Big Rich Town with Trey songs on it. And everybody was like, dog, if you do not change that shit back. (laughs) So yeah, I was kind of impressed to see checking out the episode one of bmf that that the rick ross song bmf was not on there which i was laughing earlier this week because i i saw a picture of kanye and jay prince and they were i think i want to say the picture was with larry larry hoover and and jay prince of course was like yeah you know we're gonna bring drake in on this thing and i'm thinking don't drake and kanye got the most passive aggressive beef we've ever seen in rap going like i don't know about that and it's a little conflicted because anytime you start talking about these gang members and different people there are people that they heard or violence that revolves around i just remember a few years ago when snoop was trying to help tukey get out and that became interesting because he was i think on death row and i think they did execute tukey um But a lot of people and I mean, I think he turned his life around in there, although it's like, well, you know, once you locked up, turning your life around, it's got to be pretty easy because you can't terrorize people no more. And Tukey was a crip and Snoop's a crip. Uh, What I want to say, oh, a lot of people spoke out against it of like, you know, and I mean, I think this was pre-social media, but a lot of people spoke out to say. You know, he did a lot of harm out here, dog, and you can't undo that harm. So, you know, it is what it is. Glad you turned your life around in the last half, you know. Look at us 
look at those of us who haven't had to turn our life around or who've always had our life turned around, which is always an interesting debate. But yeah, they uh, <laughs> they they went ahead and executed Tukey and Snoop was trying to stop. And I think Snoop was might have been on the line of like, you know, I'm not asking for him to be released, just that you spare his life. And I mean, that's. That's actually one of the conversations we don't have as much anymore is about the death penalty because I feel like in the 90s we used to have those conversations a lot. Uh, <laughs> we had this, this character roaming around named Dr. Kevorkian. So Google Dr. Kevorkian if you're listening. He was into assisted suicide. So he would, you know, maybe if you didn't have the strength to put your own self out of your misery, Dr. Kevorkian, you could dial him up and he would help you out. And that was a big cause of debate. Like, should you be helping? And I mean, you know, I think there were like terminally ill people that, you know, maybe were diagnosed with cancer and given, you know, I only got three months to live. And Dr. Kevorkian would be like, ah, I could cut that in half for you for the right price. Which is crazy. You pay a motherfucker to help you die. Uh, so yeah, that w- that was a thing. How did I get on that? Oh, because I was talking about Larry Hoover being free. If you listen to Donda, the new Kanye West album, he has Larry Hoover do a speech at the end of the song Jesus, and it it is interesting because you know that there is you know how much wrong can you do. You know, and I think Larry Hoover has a life sentence and, you know, he's similar to Tukey, you know, gang member, the whole nine. And I mean, a lot of people would argue, you know, what is it? The GDs, which is a heavy gang in Chicago, gangster disciples that it's funny that Kanye, you know, every now and then somebody will see his hands in a shape and be like, Kanye throwing up GD. And I'm like, nah, Kanye throwing up G.O.D. Kanye ain't down with no gangs. Y'all get off that shit. Man, been preaching about Jesus walking since his first album. G-O-D, not G-D. Anyway. What did I want to say? What was I talking about? Oh, just Larry Hoover getting free. It's interesting. But I was laughing because I'm definitely thinking in the same way that 50 brought in uh, Big Meech and did this BMF show that if Larry Hoover gets free, we already know 50 got the rights probably to his script. This nigga pretty much is bringing in everybody that's ever been to prison to make a TV show. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like I go, or I was looking at something and uh, he's got a TV show with Centoya Brown. That was the the woman who went to prison very early for, I think, murdering basically a John because she was a prostitute and everybody said, you know, she had been forced into sex trafficking by her mother. And, you know, it was kind of a sad story, became kind of viral a few years ago and everybody was asking for her release. And she did get released and she was on The Breakfast Club, actually. Uh, She's easy on the eyes. She's not a bad looking woman, that Centoya, but you better not fall asleep around her. Anyway, because <laughs> the John fell asleep and then she, uh, yeah, that was his final nap. But I that, guess she got out on, you know, people just argued that she wasn't of age and, you know, all these different things. So 
Anyway, 50s got her roped into his Marvel universe of felon stories. And I mean, like I said, I had to renew my star subscription last night because I said, let me check out this BMF. I'm seeing everybody talk about it. Uh, then I got to get off into the power books because he's got power book one and power book two. And those of you, you may know, like I got friends that were on the TV show power. Uh, Dante Nero's one comedian that was on there. Uh, my buddy that I do my other podcast with, but I don't know though, which by the way, check that out, rate, review it as well. But I don't know though, with, uh, Avery Mason, Avery Mason was, had speaking roles on the other power for like two or three seasons. So I'm, I'm just, just getting into my acting skills and, uh, a beginning actor. So I'm like, let me see which one of these gang members I could play. So your boy done made it if I ever get on one of the Power series and get get, get to be a part of 50's uh, Marvel Universe of Felons. <laughs> uh, this nigga's just roping in anybody that's ever done any type of crime. Uh, what else is going on? Checking out some football. This is actually my favorite time of the year because we got football and basketball popping off. So we got some NBA preseason going on. Uh, the Lakers and Nets played yesterday, which I mean, you know, the starters don't play so much, but it's just good to see, man. The world somewhat getting back to normal. Uh, Tom Brady went home last night. He went to Foxborough. That was a good game, a slow game. It was one of those defensive games. I think the final score was 16 to 17. And uh, it looked for a while like the Patriots were going to beat old Brady in his return, but. The kicker missed, I think, like a 55-yard field goal at the end. And, I mean, it was raining, too. So, it's like, if, if it wasn't raining, he probably would have made that kick, though. Probably would have sent Brady ass home with a loss. But the Bucks look good again. They picked up Richard Sherman. So, the rich keep getting richer. They picked up old Richard Sherman, which, I mean, he might not be the Richard Sherman from the uh, Legion of Boom when he was in Seattle. But was still a pretty good defender on the 49ers. I'm a fan of Richard Sherman. And they're already talking about how during the game they kept talking about him being arrested. And, of course, everybody made it racial into, hey, man, you know, I don't talk about Roethlisberger like that. And it's like, yeah, fair enough. But that was 16 years ago. And I'm sure 16 years ago. They did talk about Roethlisberger getting arrested because if if you know, you know he's got those, you know, sexual assault cases. But one person said that, uh, you know, I knew Richard Sherman was finished because he couldn't tear that door down. (laughs) And it's just like, is that a drill? Is that a new drill to test uh, football players' strength? (laughs) Uh, There was a video of, over the summer, for those of you who can't keep up a follow of Richard Sherman at his girlfriend's door. And I mean, motherfuckers always want to be mad at NFL or NBA players or try to judge their life. But it's like, imagine, you know, the problems you have with your girl. Now take that and add millions of dollars and add fame. And you can bet it's going to be an explosive situation. Like I remember a few years ago with Fabulous and his girl, some shit happening, and I think he threatened her father. That it's just like, 
You don't understand what it's like to take care of somebody and to bring somebody from nothing to something with you and to essentially be taking care of their whole family and then to have them disrespect you. That's like, I'm sure, you know, that was one of Richard Sherman's properties. That it was just like, who the fuck told you you could be locking doors around here? You, you got me locked out of my own house, you know, and your father's there telling my leave. Motherfucker, excuse me. <laughs> so, yeah, when you paying the cost to be the boss, I think that disrespect hit a little different. Whereas if my broke ass go over my girl house and her father's there, he asked me to leave. I'm just leaving. Well, after some words. But, yeah, we always want to judge these players. But whatever. Glad to see Richard Sherman got a job. And Tampa Bay's probably going back to another Super Bowl because Tom Brady just the rich keep getting richer. The rich keep getting richer. I mean, this motherfucker, Gronk was retired. Now, next thing you know, he's in Tampa Bay. Antonio Brown was cutting the damn fool. The next thing you know, he's in Tampa Bay. So it's just like, yo, <laughs> everybody is going down to Tampa Bay. Shit, I might go down there myself and see if I can't get a job. Put your boy on. Let, let me do something. Y'all need a mascot or something down there? Need somebody to hold the ball on a kick? <laughs> uh, what the fuck else did I want to talk to y'all about? Well, like I said, football season's heating up. My Colts finally won a game with Carson Wentz. I don't know about this motherfucker, man. <laughs> I don't know. He just seems to always... uh come up short and everyone likes to blame everybody else with the exception of that season in Philly so I'm nervous still wish Andrew Luck ain't quit on my boys uh the Texans look horrible they got beat 40 to zero by the Bills and the Bills look good actually probably first time they've been good since the OJ days um well nah since 91 I guess when they went to those three straight Super Bowls which and they lost all three that I feel like if you go to three straight, they should almost just give you a ring. Like, damn, you were the runner up three years in a row. Wouldn't even, you'd almost be embarrassed to tell somebody that. And I mean, it's hard to make a Super Bowl two years in a row, much less three. So it's like, yeah, three losses should get you a ring. <laughs> it's like if you've been engaged two times. They should just go, yeah, y'all married. The, the engage, third engagement, you know what, y'all married. That just counts as a marriage. Three engagements and you've been married once. Which I know what else uh, reminded me of that was uh, there's a porn star, Aurora Jolie. And beautiful, racially ambiguous brown woman, but she would only do anal. And it's like, sis, I don't know what the fuck you think you protecting. Like, after you've been rammed in the ass 50 times, you that, that's got to count as a fuck. Like, you can't say you're a virgin. After 50 times of doing anal, you done did gangbangs on tape and everything. Oh, I'm a virgin. Hey, listen here, sis. <laughs> like, technically, but you got to carry the one in that case. You, you... Stop telling people you're a virgin. That's a super technicality. Anyways, where was I? 
I was talking about the Bills. Yeah, the Bills spanked the Texans yesterday, 40 to zero, which Deshaun Stevenson or Deshaun Watson, wrong Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, the quarterback for them. It just makes you wonder if they're ever going to let him play. And at this point, because the Patriots are one and three, you would think Cam Newton would get a call from one of these teams. I mean, he's still got to have some gas left in the tank. And, you know, being a superstar almost dogs you because they'll keep around, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick or any of these dudes that are career backups because they know they know how to sit on the bench. And really, it isn't even about the player's mentality. It's about the fan's mentality because... It'll create that QB controversy where the fans go. We got this dude sitting on the bench who's been an MVP and who's been to a Super Bowl. I think he went 15 and one that year, Cam. So he was hot. And I mean, obviously, you got to have the team around you. But it's like it's not like he had no big name receivers or running backs. He was kind of getting it done by himself. A lot like Lamar Jackson is, which I see Le'Veon Bell was on the practice squad for the Ravens and it just made me laugh. I'm like, damn boy, that that career of a running back is quick, man. Gotta get your dollars, gotta hold out and get your money because he held out in Pittsburgh and it's like, yeah, that was the right move because his shit's almost done. He's on the practice squad now. And who else was I thinking about? Uh, Oh, Todd Gurley that, you know, I think two or three years ago went to the Super Bowl with the Rams, was an MVP candidate. I think he was on the cover of Madden. I think he might have been the MVP. And then I think I saw a post the other day, Todd is 27 and out of the league. And it's like, this is insane, man, which should make you you appreciate LaDainian Tomlinson and uh, Adrian Peterson for having these real long careers as running backs. Seen the Giants and Jets finally fucking won. So, we we had two teams that were winless in New York, and that was kind of (laughs) funny. Speaking of running backs, which, yeah, the Jets ruined quarterbacks. We know that. But the Giants picked Saquon Barkley second, and everybody doubted that. But I actually watched that game yesterday. Saquon Barkley caught a touchdown out of the backfield as a receiver and then ran in one at the end of that game in overtime to win it for the Giants. So it's like, and you wish they'd have kept Odell and him and kind of had that one-two punch thing working on offense. But who knows what the fuck they were thinking over there. But, yeah, you can draft a running back. I always hate that idea. A lot like when people say basketball's changed. Oh, the game's changed, man. It's just so different. And it's like, dog, the rim's 10 feet high, and the ball is still the same size it was. And the three-point line is still where it was. So the game hasn't changed that fucking much. The perception of the game changes, which... You know, they're trying to get Ben Simmons out of Philly and everybody's shitting on him. But it's like you spent, you know, 10 years criticizing players for taking two point shots. And then you act surprised that now you have a player that won't shoot. You know, for all the shit they give DeMar DeRozan with the advanced analytics, it's like 
you know, because DeMar DeRozan takes a lot of long twos, which is going to be interesting to see what they do with the Bulls this year. You got DeMar, you got Zach Levine, you got Lonzo Ball out there. So curious to see. And they got Vucevic from Orlando last year. He's an all-star. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, but yeah, Ben Simmons, I feel like this is a monster they created by praising efficiency. And I mean, I wish the boy would shoot, but we're going to see where he land. I'd I like to see him traded to Houston for John Wall. Well, the move I'd like to see for Philly is John Wall and Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. had a 50-point game last year for the Rockets. And, yeah, I think that'd be a good fit for Philly. You get a point guard in Wall, one of the best leaders, and you get a scorer. And they've needed shooting and scoring forever on the perimeter. So, but yeah, I feel like Ben's the monster the NBA media created by praising efficiency over actually playing. That it's like, you know, you're reducing this shit to a number and you look at the advanced analytics every year and they've got some weird player. As, you know, this guy's the number one efficient player, you know, some motherfucker that didn't even make the playoffs. And it's just like, all right, well, what does that mean? Relatively, your team needs you to essentially take bad shots to keep the defense honest but what a, what do i know we don't want to get too deep uh about to let you guys get into this episode because it's almost been 30 minutes uh what do we got going on oh the Chappelle special comes out tonight so i'm looking forward to checking that out comes out on the fifth i think in, on the west coast 2 a.m well, 2 a.m. for us and like midnight for them on the West Coast. So Chappelle's last, the last special of his $20 million trilogy on Netflix is coming out. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. I always like when Dave comes out because Dave pushes back on the popular narratives. So I'm hoping he'll have something to say about R. Kelly, but I'm not sure how current this special is. Or if it was recorded three months ago and they're just releasing it or if he recorded it this weekend. And I've even heard he's in town, so I might have to get out in these comedy streets and see if I can catch Dave. It's like seeing Bigfoot. Uh, Yeah, I'm just like I said, I'm curious to see, you know, with Cosby getting out because these were all hot topics that Dave was touching on. And of course, he'll touch on the trans, all pun intended. Um, and all these different things that are going now, pronoun gangs and such, but I always look forward to Dave. I feel like he makes my job easier. It's like, if he can say it, then I can say something near it and you can't get mad at me. Cause why would you get mad? Get mad at him. He's rich. I'm fucking poor. What you mad at me for? No, I'm poor. Cause I went to a steakhouse the other day. Well, it wasn't a steakhouse actually, but I went to a fancy restaurant with a lady and uh, had a meal and on the menu they had a ribeye steak and I said that sounds good but for the price they had MP written I said what what is MP and the waiter said oh that's market price I said wait so I got to check the damn stock market to determine the price up of steak I got to check the fucking Dow Jones or the Nasdaq to determine the price of a steak 
I asked the dude, the dude said, yeah, that's actually, I think, about $130. I said, you know what, man, just bring me a burger. <laughs> just bring my poor ass a burger. But, uh, matter of fact, bring me three burgers. And that's still cheaper than y'all $130 steak. But anyway, where was I? I was ramb- rambling about being poor. How did I get on being poor? Anyways, that's about enough of this. I just wanted to catch you guys up to where I'm at. Uh, Got some shows coming up, but check my social media for that. Uh, What did I want to say? Well, overall, I think just uh, check out this episode. Like I said, uh, I've got my guest, Maya Jade, a.k.a. Black Hottie. If you're on many vids, look her up. Google Maya Jade and triple x and i'm pretty sure she'll pop up but be alone when you do that because she's a sexy young lady uh and it was good talking to her and getting some of her perspective on what's going on as far as sex work and where the culture is going in society and you know also where she wants to be because you know a lot of the women that get into that love it but she let me know eh. It's, it's not that fun. I just it's it's good stream of income. So anyway, go ahead. Take a listen to this episode of the podcast. Uh, like, share, subscribe, everybody. Oh, and one last thing, everybody. Uh, my guest this week is calling from Canada. So there was lots of uh, what do we say? Disconnections and interruptions during this episode. But the audio is pretty clear. But. Bear with me through the various interruptions and disconnections. Like I said, I think there was something going on between our uh, Canada versus the U.S. uh, phone towers. You know, probably that good old 5G virus or something. You know, kind of like FaceTiming somebody with an Android. But yeah, bear with me. It's a good episode. It's well worth the wait and the interruptions, like I said. But the audio is pretty clear, but just... Wanted to give y'all a heads up on that. Sorry about that to the listeners. Uh, anyway, like, share, subscribe. And without further interruption, here's this episode. Hi. Oh, that's so clear. Right, right. I was a little nervous about this signal because <laughs> you were coming in from Canada. I was like, oh, shit. What, you think we don't got good Wi-Fi out here? <laughs> <laughs> she like, Wi-Fi is everywhere, stupid. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was a little nervous, but you know, looks like it's coming in pretty clear, pretty clean. And thanks for doing this, by the way, because I realize we haven't met, so that's kind of odd. But <laughs> no worries. <laughs> figure we take. I figure we take a chance, and uh, judging by your um, page, you're not shy. So uh, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I think that's interesting. Uh, I guess I'll explain for my listeners, all 25 of you, uh, <laughs> who I've got here on the phone. So do you go by Maya Jade or is it? Well, yeah, you can call me Maya, Maya Jade, MJ, whatever you Okay. Um, and do you prefer, is, do, do you sex worker, porn star? I don't know. Well, I don't consider myself a porn star. Okay. Yeah, see, I thought that was interesting because I'm always like, I don't know what people prefer. There's, it's so many terms now, and you can get canceled for using the wrong <laughs> one. So, Sex worker is okay. 
sex workers. Okay, okay. Dude, I feel I always felt like sex worker just sounds so boring. Oh. Yeah. First thing we're gonna do is turn that off. Jesus. Well, that's weird. I don't know. I think I can't let my phone go dark, maybe. Oh, okay. Were you switching over to your apps? I don't know, actually. I, the phone just went, the screen went black, and then it actually closed everything, so. Okay. See, so I spoke too soon on us having a clear <laughs> signal and all. It was like, ah, oh, you think I won't take a minute off? <laughs> the ghetto, I know, right? Okay. Well, where were we? So, yeah, guys, I have uh, Maya J here. Uh, she says the term is sex worker, which I think that sounds so boring. I Why? Sex worker encompasses everything. So cam girl, um, escort, okay. tricks. So you feel like it's uh, multifaceted. Exactly. And it's not offensive either. Okay, Everybody yeah. gets offended, right? So this sounds a little boring. Like I said, I'd be like, work, but is it work? For sure, yes. And I mean, I, I get it is work, but I'm saying like work just sounds boring. You see how porn star sounds fancy? But I, I'm not a porn I don't fuck anyone. No, okay. So porn star, uh, unfortunately. Is that one of the things that you like to distinguish? The fact that you don't actually sleep with anybody? I have to. Because people get touchy. Even in, in the community itself, people get touchy if I say porn star. Because then they look at my content, right? And it's there's nobody else but me. So do they look at you like, oh, you're so low risk? <laughs> yes. As I'm amateur. Take a chance. Have some fun. Let loose a little. Because <laughs> I do stand-up comedy and um, comedians, we don't like improv people. And improv people don't like us. Why? Um, I guess as best as I ever figured it out, comedians are so personal and we work alone, whereas improv guys is usually a team. So then they'll just blame it on each other when they bomb. Well, you know, this guy wasn't doing his job, wasn't doing their job. So I guess that maybe is a little bit of you guys' beef there is them feeling like, ah, eh, whatever, like, you're not doing anything, but, you know, if my video doesn't sell, maybe it was the male co-star or the cameraman. <laughs> that, okay, I get that part. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to be petty. I think it's just because we do less um, risky work. So I'm literally at no risk physically uh, with what I do versus, let's say, like, 
I don't know. I'll use, oh, she's pinky. She's she's very high risk, right? Or even like an escort. She's very high risk. Pinky's a pro. I love Pinky. <laughs> <laughs> at, at all of her weights, Pinky. Is, <laughs> we we celebrate Pinky here on my podcast. Uh, yeah, I like her too. I like her. Yeah, she's awesome. I mean, she raised us, so <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't disrespect Pinky over here. But yes, that see that aspect of like I said the risk and even for us comedians stand-up comedians we hate the Instagram guys too because we're like there's no chance you can get booed ah fucking man up and get on stage in front of people live yes wow I never looked at it that way you're so right and I I I don't like the Instagram guys I feel like they rely a lot on uh just the easy stuff it's very boring yeah I, I do have my own personal beef with them and it's I mean it's one or two minutes max so there's always this kind of like it's all the same thing you know jamaicans be like <laughs> fat people be like gay people be like and then it's just like jamaicans be real jamaican you ever noticed that <laughs> and it's like yeah i noticed jamaicans be jamaican what the fuck else would they be <laughs> so i do have a small beef with them i'm slightly jealous because i'm just like get on stage and get booed motherfucker be a man. Do you get booed? Have you ever it's gotten happened. booed? Oh, <laughs> it's my. happened. It's an occupational hazard. Yeah, you can't block them too. So you just got to stand there. <laughs> do you do you ever feel that way about any of your um your videos or your content? Or like that video is great. It should be selling way more. Um, no, no. That most of my stuff sells and because I know what sells I'll put out more stuff that sells the same you know what I mean like I know my target audience what they like and okay. um, I've never the the worst review I got was was um there wasn't enough of this so like if it was an ass video they're like it's not enough ass and I'm like what like <laughs> what you're like I what can't really want? help the ass that was in the video like <laughs> Ass and it is what it is. I don't know what do you want CGI effects on the ass. <laughs> uh, as a fan of yours, you have a lot of ass. So right? Like, thank I don't know you. Thank who you. this guy is, but this, <laughs> this guy needs to be blocked. He's on I, my enemy list at this point. I rarely block. I don't like to block. I like ignoring you. That's more my forte. Yeah, there it is. Don't let don't let people interrupt your piece and. Yeah. uh this guy said there wasn't enough ass. So now I'm curious. Okay, so here's one thing I definitely noticed about you in particular. I think I found you on many vids. Are you not on OnlyFans? No. Okay, I used to have an OnlyFans, but we know that, well, some of us know the backstory of OnlyFans, how it started for real, for real. And we just knew that it was going to go left. Maybe hmm. not today, maybe not tomorrow, but it's gonna go there, and we see it, right? So, I just I couldn't. I was too. It was too risky. Yeah, so they seem they seem to resent the way that they came up, meaning the sex workers, their platform. Um, <laughs> just because every few months they'll try to stolen. like. 
Oh, is it? It is. The app was owned originally by an act- a sex worker who is on many vids as well, too. And hmm. um, her boyfriend took the app. And then, I don't even know if I should be saying this, he threatened to, like, reveal everybody's information, like, dox everybody on the app, hmm. their banking, all of that foolishness. So uh, she relinquished everything. She gave it to him. And, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I can't use that. Always (laughs) one aspect that I do find interesting is, you know, the whole sex worker. Okay. A lot of men, they'll say don't like sex workers, especially because when it was in the hands of men, meaning the porn community, meaning, you know, the porn companies that, okay, because the men were making all the money and then they'll try to say, well, now it's all in your hands, but it's like, no, if you actually look at the research, these are, there's still a guy at the top. Exactly. Yep. So you still profit your guys' work. Yep. So yes, always an interesting conversation. Cuts taken out of our uh, pay. Um, We still have to, uh, being in Canada, I'm charged from both um, being international, and then my bank charges me to actually receive payments. So it's not hmm. as cut and dry as people think. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get that fixed. But uh, yeah, that's why I was saying I was noticing you weren't on there, and I was like, maybe it's something to do with the money. But I'll definitely say for OnlyFans, I feel like uh, you can get tricked because I've bought a few and you're like, all right, six bucks. Let me see what the fuck it is, you know, for six bucks. But you as a guy, you always got to be willing to take the risk. So whenever I see guys in the comments like, I can't believe you're not fucking fucking something up your ass already. I'm like, oh, this dude is stressed (laughs) for six bucks. He needed that six (laughs) dollars. No, that's that's funny. But that essentially it works how like many vids and I want clips and clips for sale the same way, right? So you have access mm-hmm. to like this, but then you have to pay to get behind the wall, you know? It's, well, it's the same many, thing. Many vids is actually better because you can see previews. So there's it's essentially no being tricked. Exactly. But I, I do think I some of the girls definitely relish in on, on OnlyFans making you get behind the paywall to see absolutely nothing. <laughs> but I think that's actually like a very feminist idea. <laughs> that's something I would do. Of like I, would, using, I, I love ripping off people. Yo, I would do that in a heartbeat. I love it. Using guys' <laughs> horniness against them. And I gotta say, I'm for that. Like, you deserve whatever <laughs> the fuck you get. Now, if you pay $80 or $80, that's different. But six bucks, motherfucker, you get what you got. <laughs> Well, there there are men out there who I'll put in the title of a clip. This is a ripoff, you know. It's a glitch clip. I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting. I'm, I'm or I'm talking shit, and I'll price it at like a hundred bucks, and they still buy it. So hmm. men don't care as long as your ass is fat. That's how I see it. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I always feel like more of a um. These are more of donations because be real, and I mean, if I'm being honest to my audience here, I've looked at many vids previews and just been like, well. Didn't even make it to purchasing any content. (laughs) (laughs) And a little bit of when I actually purchase y'all is actually my own guilt of like, you know what? (laughs) I've watched about 10 previews. Oh my gosh. I think I kind of like her. Let me send her something. So yeah, you could definitely profit off our guilt. But I'll say one, one of my only 
issues with the whole like sex worker movement is the fact that people feel like it's so forward, like meaning, or people feel like it's so progressive. Like I saw, I saw this one guy, he was just bragging about like, it's, oh, it's all great. You know, I, I date a woman who's a sex worker, pictures of her, you know, you guys buy it. And then <laughs> she buys me chicken nuggets. And it's like, first <laughs> off, bro, chicken nuggets? Like how? Second off, actually, that's pimping. So you're like, dude, did we really go that far? Uh, I mean, I don't. I see both sides. I do. I see everyone that's saying we're we're kind of moving in the wrong direction with sex work. But if somebody's going to profit off of your sexuality anyway, might as well be you, right? Not definitely. But like I said, I think. Some of the women who do it, and I'll give you props, I don't feel like you brag or rub it in anyone's face. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) All pun intended. But yeah, I don't feel like you rub it in anyone's face. I feel like a lot of the girls are very much, how do I say this? Ragadocious. Hmm. Ragadocious, but also they're like, they want to accept it so bad that it's just like, who feels guilty about this, me or you? Yeah. You can go so far to try to um, not impress people, but get people to be accepting that at a point it's like, who really feels guilty about this? You you seem to harbor some guilt if you're rubbing it in everyone's face and almost begging or threatening them to accept it. I don't I don't want sex work to be accepted. I like that we're a minority. I like that. Well, I liked previously that access wasn't as easy, but that's changing and I won't even get into that. Hopefully I'm out of this before that happens, but. <laughs> okay. So you, so you got some bigger aspirations. That's, that's interesting. What, what would you like to transition into? Uh, well, I'm currently in school for law and hmm. um, I don't know. It's either between law or like social work. I, it just depends. I'm okay. not sure. <laughs> that's interesting. Do you ever feel like, any of this stuff will come back to bite you or do you just simply not care? I feel like that's the minority. Again, like we, I'm so unknown. I can walk outside. Nobody knows who I am, right? Not me, not me knock on wood because that could change tomorrow. But right. like I, I try to stay pretty low key with like what I'm doing and I'm floating the line between I don't want to be like a, a be nasty. I don't want to be that well known. Gotcha. Right? I'm trying to stay in the middle ground here. So you buy my Ugh. stuff, you buy it often, but when it's gone, it's gone. And got you. Hopefully one day my boss isn't someone that <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's, that's it. it's always the thing to me too, because even when like I think they had like a teacher that they caught with the page and it's like, well, you saw it, so How did, yeah, exactly. Looks, How did looks she like get... we're both as guilty as each other. And even some of the guys I see that purchase the content, I'm like, you need to calm down. Like, <laughs> if she's such a hoe, then what the fuck are you? <laughs> and I mean, I'm willing to admit I'm I'm probably a hoe. Like, I haven't been tested for it yet, but well, I, mean... I definitely see the side of like, yeah, I'm looking at this shit. So, who am I? Right. You don't stumble upon my content. Like, you've seen... Okay, so you've seen the vanilla aspect, but... There's the other side, which 
is more profitable. And unless you're searching for um, humiliation or stat clips, you're not like, how did you stumble upon it? Right. Right. Let's so ask it's that like question. <laughs> double sided. We're both guilty. Like even I was, uh, you know, I get off into deep thought, but looking at, I don't know if you're a fan of the wire, but the yes. Omar character died recently. Yeah. So then to see people just be like, oh, well, we miss Omar so much. And then 50 Cent had the new show BMF that it's like, you celebrate the, or you celebrate the dealer and then claim you miss the user. So it's just, there's a lot of hypocrisy there in that. Yes, you're right. And I see the type of same type of dynamic between the sex worker and I guess the sex purchaser. People don't actually like women, so. Do you feel like that's what it is? Well, how do you get the feeling of anger when talking mm. to a sex worker, but then consume her work? It's weird. You you might be right. And I might be, you know, that might be what they call, I guess, a blind spot for myself. Because I'm always just like, who? <laughs> and, and you know why I have trouble with it? Let me, let me, let me explain this on a broad scale. So racism, right? You feel like racism would be so broad and so easy if you grew up in a place where there aren't a lot of um, people of a certain color, right? right? So if I live in Montana, it's like, yeah, you're white, you're rich. You don't see any black people, which is weird because you go, how do you even get into these, you know, having these stereotypes or these negative perceptions of them in your head if you never even see them? Right. Oh, it's actually very easy because you don't see them. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. But then when people get off into hating women, I'm always just like, wait, that's half the planet. There are women in your family. You work with women. Like, you know what I mean? So it just seems a lot harder to me, especially for something that you love with. I guess the best understanding I would have of it then is resentment of like, she won't do what I want her to do. Well, that's that's still anger. That's still mm-hmm. rooted in like hatred for some reason. It's it's such an odd thing. For oh, it's so weird to see. Yeah, it's odd, and it, it definitely exists. But like I said, I'm always just thrown off by that. And also, I think I have three sisters. So growing up, it was like, do this for your sister, do this for your mom, <laughs> do it. You know what I mean? So I'm always looking at that. Like, so if anything, I do think it definitely is more so resent. This And I mean, this is something I'm thinking about because of this week. But obviously, R. Kelly went to jail. Uh, finally. Um, Thank God. <laughs> after all these years of whatever. <laughs> right. Um, he and I mean, we've known that nigga was guilty since 2004 or whatever. Whenever that tape came out, which I was like 15. So it's just like, Jesus Christ, man. Our parents let him get away with that, essentially. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. And. They're the most resistant now, too. Dumbasses. Yeah. they. Well, <laughs> now I'm big on not judging yesterday's people by today's standards, that there are just things they don't understand. Like, I barely can grasp the concept of pronouns and stuff. So I know my dad is, isn't ever going to get that. You know what I mean? And sometimes you you have to scale back your expectations of them. It's just like, ah, poor old grandma. I think she ain't fucking getting that. <laughs> it's just... It's just not. It's like an old I- like, dated software. 
I hate that. I don't, I don't, I refuse to, how, like, my parents aren't that, at, well, I guess, 40, 50-ish. I think hmm. it's still, you're still able to, and even back then, it's still illegal to be pissing on children, right? So. Yes, but what I'm saying is our parents grew up with Ike Turner and Tina Turner. Our parents grew up with, um, you know, Chuck Berry and these different people. Rick James went to prison for, you know, what did Rick James do? He basically kidnapped a woman and made her stay in a hotel room with him and smoke crack. Oh. So I'm saying our parents, they very much separated the man from the music or the man from the movie. Someday I hope to be able to say the woman from whatever, but you guys... Mostly, a pre- pretty much on good behavior. <laughs> well, you don't have strength. You don't have strength. If you had strength, there'd be a whole lot more shit going on. You think so? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys would definitely kick the shit out of dudes. But it just, it manifests itself differently. It manifests itself through manipulation or through child support court. That's what it is. Oh, but... No. But certainly our parents, I I don't think they can grasp shit. But what I wanted to say about R. Kelly and about resentment is I see a lot of guys and I mean, they'll say, okay, R. Kelly, but a lot of those niggas you guys grew up with, they used to pick you up in the car when you were in high school, need to go to jail too. And within that, I can clearly see, and if you read some of the comments, you'll see that that's not the same thing, Juan. It's like this motherfucker R. Kelly was extra guilty because he had millions of dollars, Grammy Award-winning artist. He is at a high school that he did not go to. Exactly. So as I read the guy's comments, what I really see is resentment of a girl who was maybe their age and they felt like she belonged to them. Of like, oh, how dare you date that guy who's two years older than us? That it's like, bro. Yeah. Like, she's doing what she wants to do, and you're upset about it. And you're fucking 40 now. Let it go. (laughs) You're still harping on it, yeah. Like, let it go. No, you need to fucking set your game up. (laughs) It's just real bitter, yeah. So, yeah, I see that. And then you see some women co-sign. I'm like, do you realize that actually what this guy is doing is he's resentful of someone who was in his grade and he has not let go of that. (laughs) And I mean, some of the women, too, that you you see them doing, oh, because this guy and it's like, no, looks like you had a bad relationship. So I just see a lot of people trying to uh, use that to, you know, take out some anger that they had for some mistake that they may have made or some girl that wasn't dating them. R. Kelly brought out the worst in, <laughs> in Twitter. I, had, I took an entire week off of Twitter because I was like, there's no way I'm engaging in this Yeah, I noticed your account was locked and I said, you probably <laughs> got some crazy stalker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to get my account uh, suspended. People are crazy, man. Oh, someone was trying to get your account suspended? Right, because if you just go through all of my uh, tweets and just report it, eventually you'll catch one that is... That is in violation. Yeah. (laughs) The interesting thing, too, because I saw you say something about whore-phobic. Was it a woman? 
do you know? Uh, well, I I can't say for sure, right? Obviously, for the internet, but I'm pretty sure it's a guy. Interesting. And see, even that's interesting because then it's just, it kind of goes back to what I'm saying about like, you know, if I'm looking at your page and I'm upset, like, oh, she's showing her titties. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but you just keep looking. So <laughs> you need to sit down and do something with yourself. Because to even scroll through your feed, you're looking at a bunch of shit. Yeah. So even if within your religion that's wrong or you feel like that's wrong, you have to ask yourself, why am I so obsessed with that? It's funny. My my best selling clip is is me encouraging someone to hate jerk to me. It's my mm. best selling, right? It's sold, <laughs> <laughs> it's sold too many times for me to actually think that like men are normal human beings. And it's me saying, I know how much you hate me, but I'm going to let you jerk off to me, right? And I'm like, really? Yeah. You guys are so strange. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'll say there is a whole subculture of like, hate following people um hate watching tv shows you know That's you see a stupid. lot of oh stuff. gosh and i mean one would I'm, I'm one that i would even argue that trump won president not for the people that liked him they never really said much other than on twitter but twitter's a fucking nut house <laughs> um the people that didn't like him i feel like helped him win so there is definitely something to that like people people more so enjoy the things they hate or they look at the things they hate more than the things they like. And That's talk very about true, actually. Yeah, you are point, right. To the point that it almost doubles as promotion. Yep. At a point that it's just like, well, if you hate, you know, them so much. And I mean, I see those guys too that are like, oh, you know, only that's not porn, guys. Porn's free. And it's just like, <laughs> what a hater ass thing to say like would you stand outside of a strip club and yell guys porn's free everybody come look at my phone it's like we know that yeah. you know I hate to be this guy but it's like if you broke just say that bro it's okay I'll pay your cover charge we could go in the strip club together well more of you need to say that actually say that to them so that they, for some it reason when all women the say time because it. <laughs> it's just like because to me, it's almost gay of like, are you worried about what I'm jerking off to? <laughs> like, that's weird. Come on, guys, don't be a simp. And it's just like, why are you so concerned <laughs> with yeah. what I'm looking at? Do you feel like I should be looking at you? No, he, he feels you should be clicking to page 69 of Pornhub looking for the right contact, just like <laughs> Weird. Yeah, see, I, I like to be direct. It's like, oh, I see this girl. She's nice looking. Okay, I'm going there. And, you know, Pornhub, yeah, you can be on there for hours. That is like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and click this link. And like I said, $7. That it's just like, bro, if you seriously needed that. Now, obviously, I'm a fan of moderation. You shouldn't be spending your rent money on OnlyFans. But if, if you are, hell, that's your problem. <laughs> exactly. Right. But I do find it extra funny when guys hate on it and are like, oh, God, come on, porn's free. And it's just like, ah, that's so weird. Like I said, if you stood in front of a strip club door and yelled that, the bouncer would, like, punch you. <laughs> and, like, guy, this guy hates fun. But I will say, 
Jesus. This fucking thing. Uh, yeah, this thing's janky as fuck. Did I mention that? It's no, I think it it's my phone. Like I said, it it'll only allow me to open it within Twitter, but then when the screen goes black, so if I'm talking, I'm not looking at the screen. Uh, That's my no, bad though. No worries. I'm sure my listeners at this point they're used to like <laughs> you know, I, Yeah. And I mean I used to do it live, but obviously you're in Canada, so it's just like eh, we'll we'll call, we'll do it over the phone. And especially during the pandemic, I had to get used to, you know, just calling people, which I wanted to ask you about what what part of where were you born and what part of Canada are you from? Um, I was born in Ontario and I'm in Ontario and specifically Toronto. Um, okay. Technically speaking, I don't live. My city's too small for me to say watch some dudes just come stand at the corner of like you know what I mean so I just say Toronto (laughs) Toronto. that'll do we we haven't been there so yeah (laughs) which actually a few times um I remember I went to a strip club and it was weird because the dollars (laughs) were coins yeah you have to the lowest you can like throw is a five dollar bill and we were used to making it rain so me and my boy were in the club like do we throw coins at people? <laughs> it didn't feel right. <laughs> oh, you didn't, right? <laughs> no. Because okay. it was just like, I don't think, we, like, you know, American strip club culture, you go in, you get some ones, boom. You throw them at women. And there's something about throwing money at women. I've never thrown any money at men, so I don't know. It might be non-gender specific. but oh, Men... Strip clubs, male strip clubs. I don't like those. No, no. There's just something very. Well, I don't like it. And the funny thing is, um, the women are more aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're a lot more aggressive than the men. And I think it's because, like, the minute you touch a woman in the club, they're on you. Versus, like, they grab and grope and like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't care. We're nicer. We don't report (laughs) you guys. Okay. <laughs> and a friend of mine, uh, he's actually the co-host of this podcast, but he couldn't make this episode. His name's Ibrahim. He has a joke that men just treat women the way they would like to be treated. And that that's the whole misunderstanding. Is care, that. care to uh, elaborate? What do you mean? So Just how you said the women grope us? And it's right. like, well, we're just not reporting that. Mm. Because we view we are pieces of meat. We view ourselves as pieces of meat. Whereas a woman will more be like, I have a mind and consent and all that stuff. But for us, it's just like, whatever. Like, here, my shirt off. I got a sock over. Hello?
that one wasn't was my, my fault. fault. That was my fault. Okay. <laughs> airplane mode. Somehow my ear just switched right over into airplane mode. But yes, he was just saying we treat women the way we, we wish to be treated. And that that's the whole misunderstanding. So do you guys feel, okay, so like a, a male stripper, do you feel he thinks he doesn't have the right to say, don't touch me? Or A little bit. And I mean, it's, it's crass or whatever is that sounds to say. It's like with a dick around your sock. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's cut the shit. <laughs> Mistreated and objectified is what you're here No. To oh, my. No, no. Think of women in such high regards, like I'm saying, you know, ever since I was a kid, you know, brother, um, treat your sister like this, taking care of your mother. You know what I mean? We, we yeah. treat women so yeah. differently that it would never occur to me to go into the strip club and do that. But I'm, I definitely do think some of the guys who get thrown out by the bouncer, that's their idea is, well, she's here naked, so, exactly. you know, what's off And I do think that definitely men, we view the world through that lens. And I mean, obviously, our training growing up or whatever makes us not, and we should have that filter that says, don't do that. But it definitely is a thought, I would say, that people That's are being dishonest. Yeah, I never... They say there's not. I never thought of that oh that's good you gave me a new viewpoint on how men think i should say i mean so. that that's what we're here for and i mean <laughs> since, speaking of well is there anything you know that's off limits to you as far as video goes um well i don't do reverse race play i don't hmm. do anal as much ass content as i make i don't do anal um and i will not do like scat so physical you i'll speak on it but you won't see it <laughs> okay yeah i always feel like that's that's a little <laughs> weird but then you go hey you're here too don't be judging people <laughs> but yeah i definitely do see that like p videos and stuff and you go who's buying that but you go they're not making that shit for no reason <laughs> I'll be honest, peace it's it's hot to me. I'm I'm sorry. Like I, I like pee. I like okay, so think think of you're in the bathtub and somebody's peeing on you and it's warm. <laughs> 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 like that's hot to me, so I don't mind pee. I just really okay, do not like no, scat. No, no, let me ask. Do you being the Pierre or the receiver of pee? Or both. Uh, the receiver. I will do both, but the receiver. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. So is it because it's warm? I, I, it's warm, and I remember with ex-boyfriends, I'd be like, can I just watch you pee? And they used to think it's strange. I like the fact that if it sounds heavy, like, I mean, there's just a lot that goes into it. So, I so can, are, you, I, are you judging the size of it by the pee? So you just, like, stand in your bathrooms? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I just like the fact that it, it, size of dick doesn't even matter. It 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 can be heavy hitting the toilet, right? Like the okay, the yeah, yeah. It. So it's about the uh, I guess the volume more so for you. 
Right. Of like, make some noise. Let me know you're working <laughs> with a monster in there. <laughs> that's that's funny. funny. But yeah, that that's interesting. So you're into that. Hmm. I am. So I try not to judge. But maybe not, maybe not looking at videos of it. Um, not really, actually. So, yeah, no. In person. In person. In More so private. in person. Yep. Gotcha. And You're not going behind a paywall for it. No, because I, it's very specific to me. So I don't necessarily like seeing women peeing. Um, but on the flip side, I also like face farting. And hmm. it has to be a woman. I don't like it when men do it. Right. So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> It goes deep. I know. I know. You're like, wow. Because I've, I've gotten mad at myself a few times. Like, I saw a woman, like, taking ass, and I was into it. And she turned around and was pregnant. And I was like, no! Because <laughs> I feel like the child saw me. So it was more about the child. I was like, oh, no. The child can see what I'm doing. It's like stupid. He's recorded this. This the is a lie. Is judging you. <laughs> the baby is not judging you. <laughs> But then I'm also like, wait, do I like pregnant porn? I don't think I do. I felt tricked. Well, did you finish? Because if you finish, you definitely do I, like pregnant porn. I, I didn't finish. I, I had to okay. keep scrolling. I said, let me keep scrolling. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you discover <laughs> the stuff that you like. You accidentally, you're like, this is nasty. But I mean, I'm going to keep watching, right? So there should be a little guilt. No. Well, I mean, yes. Because I definitely do feel guilty afterwards. I'm like, oh, this is nasty. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, can't stop, though. This, <laughs> this is disgusting. Here's 10 more dollars. Keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's always interesting. Uh, so you, there are things you won't do. What, what, what do you like from guys? And do you watch porn yourself? Um, I have a cum fetish as well. Hmm. Love cum. But it has to be, again, it's specific. So it has to be thick. It can't be watery. Um, <laughs> you can't do it so it obstructs the camera. Like, it, my brain just goes into, like, the littlest details. It's better if you're not sitting where I can see, um, like, your balls. I don't like balls. Balls are so useless. <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah, and they're, they're ugly. And not a lot of... And I hate shaving when a guy shaves his... And I just... Yeah, not a stop shaving men don't do it don't do that guy trim it my don't says it. don't do it don't, <laughs> don't, don't listen do it. to me i don't give a fuck what you do just keep <laughs> them away from me uh <laughs> that's, that's interesting so you said the cum has to be thick has to be thick no thin cum she's judging you basically <laughs> drink a protein shake or something well, if it's thin, more than likely you have like a medical issue or you jerk off a lot. And I just like <laughs> both of those are not a turn on for me. So, I mean, well, obviously you have to be talking to guys who jerk off a lot because you you sell that it's your fault. Well, put a day in between. We don't need to do it. <laughs> you don't need to do moderation. Right. Or if uh, most of the, the guys that will have like a, a live session with me, I tell them you're not allowed to jerk off the day before because I like to see fountains of just thick and oh, it's just beautiful. I love it. That's that's my number one fetish is come all in right. all forms. What's two? Um, 
I don't like talking about it because a lot of people don't understand it. So it's consensual non-consent. Oh. Yeah. And hmm. a lot of people are like, well, it's rape. I'm like, well, no, rape's illegal. You can't do that. Whereas oh, so like a, non- yeah. almost rape fetish, but I guess consensual non-consensual is the politically correct term. It is. And it means, it implies that I've already given you the A-OK for all the things that we're about to do, right? Yeah. So I can say, well, I want you to drag me off the street and like throw me in the trunk and you know what I mean? Yeah. Take me to a, I know. I don't. I hate talking about it because there's going to be that one person that's not going to hear me say I already consented and try this shit and like you know what I mean. So like a little bit just, of Stockholm syndrome, a little turns you on, oh, a little just, Stockholm play, just a little, or a lot, just a little. I love it. Yes. So you can't watch the Lifetime Channel at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I will. Yeah. Because that's all the Lifetime channel is. It is men throwing women in trunks. That's strange. Lifetime is a odd channel with all their movies. Yeah, because it says it's for women, but then you're like, you right. really want to see herself get beat up and thrown in exactly. trunks all day? Or they have like a bunch of serial killer movies, and I'm like, well, what about this is supposed to calm me down on this? Like, right. Just... Like, I, I think this is content not for women. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it, it feels a little opposite there. But uh, I guess I should ask, what? how long have you been doing sex work and what made you do it? Was it something you always thought about or? Um, I've been doing it, well, off and on for about seven years. Um, when I first started, I was working, uh, like I was the general manager of a gym. So I was making good money like great money actually um but what I found was I had no time I was literally working from 8 till 9 p.m at night and coming home and like just doing that every day I just I got very bored with it I had a friend who started um doing sex work she started with my free cams and she was like look how much money I just made and I was like "Hmm." (laughs) right so it was the money aspect of things and um the ability to not acquire more debt. So I wanted to pay off my debt. I wanted to go back to school. I paid in full for my school. I didn't get any more student loans. So next step is buying a home. I'm going to be able to do that. You know what I mean? So it was just, it's the money aspect. And because... So nothing deep. It was never no, a, nope. a life goal or something you <laughs> no. wanted to do. It just was like, I need another stream of income. It, that's basically it. And I, I like that for me. Because money doesn't actually... It's not my love language. It's not, I can take money from you and it's nothing, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Some people like to, oh, you know, they were abused. You should feel sorry for them. No, uh, it's not. I'm not a survivor. Terrible. Not a sex oh. work survivor or anything like that. Not a. Do, do you know, uh, what's her name? Is Malaya Michelle? Are you familiar with her? She's the girl that Drake dated, right? Yes, she was a stripper, was a video girl. But I was listening to something that she was saying. A lot of people have that thing in their mind of like, what what else would you like to do? Because she's, I think, 40. And she's like, I like doing this. Like, this is what I want to do. And she says, like, she even, you know, dates guys and they'll be like, well, you know, I've got enough money. You can. And she's like, no, stupid. I like doing what I do. She's an anomaly because I think the majority of us 
are in it for the money. And I will never speak for survivor sex workers. So when I speak, it's not for women. Everybody. Who are, right. Like I'm, I'm technically in a place of privilege. If I wanted to quit tomorrow, I could. And I would be okay financially, right? It's not something gotcha. I have to do. But the dark side of this or the, the side that people don't speak about is what is keeping me from actually wanting to do this for the rest of my life. Like I could not put up with the things that we put up with sometimes for the rest of my life. I couldn't do it. What are, I mean, if you care to talk about what are some of those things? Uh, it's the constant, like when I look at a picture that I take of myself, I have to scan the background. I have to ensure that there's nothing in the background that somebody could say, oh, I know where she's at. It's the constant fear of like, I have yeah. no idea who's watching me. There's so many people right. that see me, right? And yeah. that's a fear. And the whole dealing with men and their demands, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, we take it We take it too far. Too far. You want me to do, in five minutes, I have to do a jumping jack, and then I have to spread my pussy open, and then land in a split, and like, it's, yeah. just calm it down, Demanding. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> demanding and I definitely think like for I think for um you know for you guys that like yeah there was an Instagram model I think that got you know murdered and it was just a, a level of like yeah be careful you know don't put your address out there and people have to be careful when taking pictures and different stuff like that that any indicator is an indicator almost and then social media almost sets you up with that whole locations on thing that it's like oh, no yeah. Yeah. Nobody needs to know that. I just don't, I don't like it. And a lot of people just won't say anything if they see you in public. And I don't need that fear. And eventually, I want to be like a little housewife. Just so. And do you, do you think, would you tell the guy that you used to do that? Or do you feel oh, like this course. is none of yeah. his business? Yeah. I still okay. date, right? So I'm still meeting guys. Obviously, I have to be a little bit more careful right. um, in how I present it. Because <laughs> right. a lot of them will be like, oh, so what's your what's your name? Let me go see your videos. I'm like, well, are you going to pay for it? Because what do you need not, to do it for, right? Yeah, you feel like that's more so so they can judge it. Yeah. And I do see a lot of people, guys, I, you know, I would never date a sex worker. And it's like, but this is always, I think, for two types of people, because like I said, I'm in entertainment myself. So it's like, you would never date a comedian because a lot of comedians get on stage and, you know, my girlfriend this, my girlfriend that, which a lot of it's made up and generic, but I could see how a woman would sit there in the crowd and just be uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Of like you're revealing too much of my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think what a lot of women mean is I wouldn't date a struggling comedian. <laughs> it's like, would you date Chris Rock? Absolutely. Well, I wouldn't, but I can see women that would. So you wouldn't date them? No. Like, I mean, is that about the look or is it about money? Me. Oh, okay. You said money, obviously. Okay, because, yeah, a lot of women say they like a sense of humor, and then we as comedians find that extra funny, because it's just like, you mean <laughs> a man who has a lot of money and a sense of humor? No, money money's not it for me, unfortunately. Well, that's good. What, what moves you? Is it personality? 
Um, conversation probably at the highest on that list. Can you articulate yourself? Can you express what you want? Can you banter with me? Like banter is so important. I love bantering with someone and you can be snarky towards me. You know what I mean? Like, cause I have it right back at you. So interesting because so many women say that I'm like, how many of you motherfuckers can't communicate? (laughs) It feels like a base level. (laughs) No, they can't. They can't. It's just general conversation with men. Actually, you know what? I won't even just say men. I say people. Because okay. women, sometimes I'm talking to like women and I'm like, are you, are you okay? Still a, little, like, still a connection. <laughs> it's, it just depends on the person. But conversation little, is important. A little bit of sparks flying there. No, like they're it's dumb and dull. and. Okay, yeah, very, I guess uh, so. And I think that's disappearing too with the internet and different stuff that it's just like, do you know how to actually communicate and text messaging? Because I say even for you, in reading some of your tweets and maybe not knowing your personality, you can come across as maybe mean. <laughs> and, and, and then and actually talking to you, I'm like, she's the nicest fucking person. <laughs> she giggles so a lot. Yeah, I do. That's what so is, what funny. Is, I'm not mean. Is, That's literally the first thing people say about me. Is you look very mean. And I'm like, well... And see, yeah, and we gotta be careful with that. And obviously, we know dark skin stereotypes. This is all Tyler Perry's fault. <laughs> it is though. <laughs> Shamar Moore is always the hero. <laughs> the light skinned hero, and the dark his man is always beaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. and his wigs. We ain't even gonna talk about them wigs. Tyler Perry needs to be abolished. He needs to be thrown away. <laughs> People always feel like that, but then I'm like, your aunt and your grandma like them. Let your grandma and your aunt watch that stuff. They do, and they, it's because they relate to those damn stories. (laughs) Yeah, and women are more into story, I feel like, and into drama, because maybe it reminds them of a part of their life or something someone has gone through. Like, even right now, the WNBA uh, conference finals is happening, and I just find it funny. No women will say a thing about it, but they'll watch like basketball wives. Well, okay, yes, I did see that tweet from you. I think it was from you where we're uh, we're not competitive, we're not competitive based or something like that. Yeah, I'm not. And you know, with guys, I feel like we always we know where we belong because early on, it's like, okay, I played basketball. I'm short. I can't rebound. Let me figure out how to pass. But I, I saw this tweet from this one girl, and it was about, what is the festival you guys have? Is it Carnival? Uh, Caravana, yeah. yeah. So she, there was a girl, she posted four pictures of herself. And the woman appeared and was like, hey, you're going to celebrate, you know, basically a West Indian Trini festival. There are no dark-skinned girls in your picture. I, Bitch, these are all pictures of me. so it's just this level of like I see from women especially nowadays and online that they always feel like they have to be included whereas I got cut from the basketball team in 11th grade you're good we like you you're too short to be this slow Uh, and everybody was you know above 5'8 5'10 
But that's so, basketball. That's so specific. You have to is, actually have the skill, right? You well, you, well, I had some skill, but not well, enough. And, right. and and if you're tall with skill, then it's better. But what I'm saying is women always feel like they have to be included. And if they're not included, then there's something wrong with the system. Whereas men learn to either A, fit in the system. Obviously, I can't make myself taller. But if you play football, you can make yourself faster or stronger. Whereas women just go, no, you, you have to accept me the way I am. I agree. And I disagree. So I do agree. Not everything is for everyone. And I don't believe that, like, for instance, like cheerleading. Like, I don't, I don't feel like everyone should get a gold star is what I mean. I feel right. there should be, you know what I mean? There, some exclusion. But ugh, we won't use that girl in her pictures because that was just dumb. Trini people come in all yeah. shades. You know what I mean? Like, they're not just black, first of all. They're not just light they're not just dark she was just right with that that was a weird thing to do well even but... in the plus size thing that there's like first off these plus size models aren't plus size at all i got no. some aunts they're plus size <laughs> <laughs> so then there's that and then there's a level of like on the men's side you don't see that it's just like mostly in shape guys Every now and then, I think Rihanna is mad inclusive, so you'll see like a dude with titties in a Savage Fenty ad. But most of the world, Victoria's Secret, all these different things, it's like plus size women must be included. But then, the as far as men, there's no movement. It's all fucking abs and six packs, and dudes that are out of shape don't get to pop up and go, "What about me?" Well, you guys can. You guys choose not to. Yeah, because we, right? we that's fair. That's true. But I feel like we definitely see a side of that guy has worked harder than me. No, that He's, okay. That's not a good way to look at it because I I believe that everyone should have the opportunity to see themselves, right? Okay. I didn't see myself growing up because I was thicker in size. Um, I was darker. I lived in freaking um, butt fuck Toronto ass Canada, right? So like it right. was even worse. But as I got older and I see things like Sephora and I'm seeing dark skinned women being advertised and I'm feeling more comfortable going into these spaces, I think it's essential. Like I love that little girls can now look and see themselves. And I, I think... We're very close-minded right now. I never actually thought of men having the same issue, right? I'm not a man, so I don't think about it. But right. Your point is very valid. The fact that you guys kind of just stick to where you fit in, you know what I mean? But maybe you fit in elsewhere too, and maybe you guys. Well, are- no, I think what you're saying is true. Of like, well, then speak up. But I think you know, in a larger aspect, we're embarrassed, or like I said, we've been getting trained since about eight or nine. That right. it's just like. Sorry, you just not tall enough, motherfucker. Whereas <laughs> even the women basketball players are my height. They're five six, five eight. That it's just like, yeah, you know, maybe an issue for you if you're a very small woman. But other are than you that, five six? Five six. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> you're really five six? Yeah. Wow. She's like, I didn't know you feel tall online. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just. I'm taller than you are, but <laughs> I know. That's, that, that's, that's fine. You know. 
And no, no heels is what I'll tell you on a date. No heels. No, I'm still telling you in no heels. Like, so still. I might as well put those heels on. And see, that's what I'm talking about. Like the hypocrisy of not you, but like you know, dating sites and stuff. Yes. You'll literally see a woman be like, "You must be at least six feet, plus size girl, no body shaming." That it's like, sis, what just happened right above <laughs> <laughs> what you where you said no body shaming. Well, that's okay. That's preference is height. I prefer <laughs> a taller man, and that's simply because I do wear heels. And in my experience, what you just did, which is no heels, right? A guy would tell mm-hmm. me, "Don't put on no heels," because I don't want you taller than me. And I'm like, "Well, I might as well just date a taller man, right?" Right. I wouldn't actually tell you that. That's silly. <laughs> that is like, get over it, bruh. She can grab some rebounds in those heels. <laughs> Maybe she can help you reach something you needed to reach. Right? I, I, can, reach the, I can reach on top of the fridge for you, hun. Don't worry. We're, we're, we're a team. You brought the height. <laughs> well, the great thing is men don't grow past 5'10 or 5'11 in Canada. So that's okay. my max is like, that, you, that's you at least good. be 5'10. <laughs> But see, that's my thing with representation. And I will say, well, we are definitely moving forward. Like, there's, I think, a model, and I think she has vitiligo. Yeah, Winnie Harler. Okay, that's her name. Yeah, I feel like I see her a lot. And I mean, she is a good-looking girl, but you're like, she's Canadian. Oh, okay. Y'all taking over. We are, yep. Y'all all on on the Essence remix with uh, (laughs) WizKid. Like, Justin Bieber? How'd he get here? We don't claim Justin. No, no. He's one of y'all. He's an American. Oh, y'all don't claim Justin? We do not. No. We'll take him. He's rich. He's, he's pretty talented. I like Justin. No, you can have him. <laughs> now, his mama don't like us. And she likes everyone. But <laughs> Justin's just cool. Wait, what's it? You got beef with Justin? Oh, I can't stand Justin Bieber. I love his music, and that's probably half the reason why. I hate that, like, such good music came from that little prick. Like, I'm just so mad at Blue eye, blonde hair. Right? Like, <laughs> not even likable either. His personality is so shitty. That is funny, because I think some of us Black people, we come online with all this, like, hatred, and it's like, in that hatred, you're really revealing. Like, did you just listen to Justin Timberlake? Why are you even mentioning him? I love Justin Timberlake. But though. people will be like, by the way, Justin Timberlake's fucking canceled. <laughs> and you're just like, it's 2021, bro. What's really going on? Did he appear on your playlist? Did you have it on shuffle? And what? you got mad at yourself because you danced a little? I don't voice that. I, I've never said I don't like Justin. I'm saying it now, but. Well, no, nah, not you, but just certain people you'll see just have these outbursts that it's like. That's resentment, bro. I think you, <laughs> deep down inside, <laughs> yes. are so mad that you like Justin Timberlake's duet with Beyonce, and now you came online to throw us off. But no, we really see what's on your playlist. That never happens to you? You don't remember? Back in, like, 2006, this person pissed you off, and then... 2021 and you're like damn I just remembered like I really don't like this person repressed memories definitely happen (laughs) but like I said at a point I just have to admit like all right that's a guilty pleasure I like Justin Timberlake I like very true yes people will be like man that motherfucker's horrible all the black people online anyway and it's just like somebody was listening to this shit but uh yeah Eminem's are like 
extreme a case. I feel like Eminem has shown growth enough for me to say, okay. Yeah, right. but some people will just be like, he's the worst rapper ever. And it's like, he's not, though. Even, why did you even bring him up? <laughs> yeah. Who do you think is the worst rapper ever? This man maintains like number ones without actually putting music out. It's so weird. Who? Eminem. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That is like, yeah. Who who do you think's the worst rapper right now? Who's somebody you can't stand? Um what is her name? Koi, Koi Larray. Oh yeah, she's bad. And people are like, oh, it's just because she's she's light skinned. Nobody wants to like her. I'm like, no, the music's really bad though. Yeah, and I mean, you have to allow almost a male version of like men are allowed to be bad. There's an aspect of that. But then there's also an aspect of, and when they are bad, we point right at them and go, this motherfucker sucks. <laughs> Whereas there's a sensitivity to doing that Women. with a woman. Yeah. Of, oh, that has to be some underlying. And even I think she's interesting for the point of people will try to use her as an example of, well, people hate Lizzo and people hate her and they're extreme ends of the spectrum. So it's very clear that you guys are just, you know, no matter what size we are, you'll hate us. And I always will argue it's actually their personality. And I'll say for her, she's always naked. That it's just like, why are you always naked? You're a rapper. Lizzo or Koi? Really both, but especially <laughs> Koi, right? That you just like, sis, put on some clothes. I don't, I don't mind that. Do you like Megan? Because she's always naked too. But. but she can rap. And I think people people try to miss that point of like okay she can See? fucking rap i like you okay good and good answer that's good the answer. point that people are missing <laughs> but i'm a i'm a big fan of rap music so i listen to and yes she can fucking rap to me for me what i don't like about her is this idea that she tries to play like deep it's like why is malcolm x behind you <laughs> like don't do that <laughs> you know, I live in Harlem. <laughs> Malcolm X Boulevard is right down the street. Frederick Douglass Boulevard is too. And Malcolm probably wouldn't have too much of nothing in his evolved form to do with you. Now, there is something too. Malcolm was also in prison pre-Malcolm X. So it's like, nah, Malcolm used to be a pimp. So he might have had something to do with Megan. But oh my. in his evolved form, <laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> Just take the Malcolm X thing down behind you. You're talking about popping the ass and licking dick, and that's fair. I'm all for it. But I hate that she tries to make herself deeper or some sort of martyr. And I mean, part of this is your fault. And by your, I mean Canadian, Tory Lanez. No, we don't claim him either. <laughs> Y'all ain't claiming nobody. No, he's from a, a town called Brampton. That's not, that's its own little section of. Ontario. It's like Quebec. We don't claim any of these people. So who do y'all claim or who do you claim? We claim Drake. We claim um, Deborah Cox. We claim Megan. What is her name? Oh my god. I just, just slipped my mind. Melanie Fiona? What is her no. name? It's um, Who's she was the in the little... music video, the hip hop music video, Jay Z's music video. Ah, oh, I know who you're talking about. Her name is slipping my mind, Melissa Ford. There we go. Whew. That was gonna bother me. Yes, she's, she's old. School. We claim 
just Tori, Justin. Who, who's the little girl that don't like the party? I guess the weekend. Um, I mean, he's all right. I don't. I like old weekend. I don't like his new stuff, but I can't hate on him. And the little girl that don't like the party is it Alicia Cara? What is her name? Yeah, it is Alicia. Alicia I, I'll Cara. be over here. She don't like parties. I don't really listen to her music, but. We'll claim claim it. Isn't Billie Eilish Ellis? She's Canadian too, right? No, she's not. She's not? See, I I might have gave her to y'all. I was like, she's weird. That's definitely North. Let's just throw her at the Canadians. Yeah, that was my own mind was like, get her over there. She's she's Canadian. Mm Mm-mm. So you're you're in, and I mean we're gonna wrap up here. Obviously, I've had you on almost an hour. I'm pretty sure, although it was a broken up hour. Um, let's see, what else did I want to ask? I wanted to ask you about your name. What is unfriendly black hottie on Twitter? Because I see so many of those, and every now and then I think that's her, and then I have to look, and it's like, <laughs> no, that's another. I'm like, this are y'all a gang? No, originally it was from um, the Mean Girls movie, right? So when okay. she's describing the, the cliques of high school, there was the unfriendly black hotties. But what she didn't realize was you actually, you're, that's the experience. Like we're automatically, we're mean. <laughs> automatically, well, I think I'm hot, so I could care less what anybody else wants to think. I mean, but, you, you right? are, you make money off your looks, I think, so. So it just, it worked. Plus I started with um, domination kind of content first. And just worked at the time, and I stuck with it. A lot of people don't even know my name as Maya. They just know, they just know unfriendly black. Oh, they'll just call me unfriendly, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll go. Yeah, because I see I see your things going, and I'm like, does she know that she should brand us both? <laughs> because I did, I did originally, but if I could go back, I would not have used the name Maya. Oh, is is that your name, or is it no? Reason? No, it's an alias. Okay. It's close What's to wrong my with Maya? Um, close to your name. Yeah, very close. So it almost feels real. Uh, yes. Like, I don't hear my name daily. I think, I think that's funny as a, as a joke I was doing about like how screen names are our names. So you literally are calling girls like at Thick Black 88 <laughs> in, the, in the streets. And they're like, nigga, I'm Thick Black 98. I ain't no old bitch now. What's really going on? <laughs> so, yeah, it is interesting because you keep seeing that name. So if it isn't your real name, people will even talk to you and just kind of address you as such. But, yep, they will. And I- unless I'm talking to family, again, like I said, I don't actually hear my real name. So I- Have you had any family members or anybody find your stuff and, like, be upset or even like Yeah. Oh, funny story. So I was sleeping. It was 4 a.m. in the morning. My brother calls me, and he's like, if I have to beat somebody up, just let me know. There's a video on you on Pornhub. What do I have to do? Tell me what I need to do. Oh, no. Pornhub. Pornhub. Some jackass uploaded one of my many vid clips to Pornhub. Yeah. So I had to. But how did he him. find it? He found it because my uncle was jerking off at four a.m. Oh, in the morning. No. And he found the. <laughs> found That's the clip. gotta be the worst way because your meat's in your hand. But see, then oh. that becomes one of those things of like I'm saying, but you're looking at it. 
Yes. So it yeah. can't be that wrong. Well, not to mention, like, in the beginning of the clip, I'm sitting down and I'm facing the camera. So you see my face and everything, oh, right? Man. He asked my brother, he's like, does so-and-so have a tattoo on her back? And I'm like, you're a weirdo, because for you to see my tattoo on my back, I then have to take my clothes off. So you watched me take my clothes off, you watched me get into business, and then you shut it off and called my brother, right? So Yeah, he was yeah. looking for confirmation. Ugh, gross, but he, uh, yeah, my brothers now know I have two, and they're okay. a okay with it. Um, older, younger. I have an, a younger brother, and then I have an older brother. So I have one that's three years older than me, and one that's seven years younger. Than me. Ah, wow. And then yeah. the uncle that found out has yet to actually say anything to me. <laughs> so it's like y'all yeah, little secret of like, as far as you and your brother of like, uh, we know you watch Pornhub. <laughs> we know what kind of content you like watching too so if I gotta come out you gotta come out oh lord that I was... wonder if it's about like that like coming out of the closet well truly I didn't care who knew I just didn't want my brothers to find out in that manner like I was gonna eventually tell them I wanted it to come from me um, they're two important people in my life so I did want them to know okay. but like my uncle I could care less if you feel embarrassed not a close issue. uncle not at all no <laughs> so then I guess uh, the question I would ask is do your parents know um I don't well one's dead and I don't talk to the other so oh okay I, again if if she finds out I could care less <laughs> yeah yeah okay well, that's good that you're in a space of like eh, fuck you you know people are on a need to know basis they are yes basically and like I said if you find out hey our little secret because also you got a secret I don't I don't make that like and that's very thing, vanilla stuff I'm vocal about the fact that I watch it because there's a lot of this like, okay, somebody got to like this shit. <laughs> Is that how you rationalize? Yeah, because you see people that the, the, the only fan, man, what y'all paying for that shit for? Who doing that? If I see anybody doing that, and it's just like, dog, women have kept entire buildings open. Like you mentioned earlier, uh, male strippers, that it's like, if you think about that, it's like, those are usually they're on tour, but they don't have a building. They're homeless. Yes. But if you think about women's, but women's bodies have kept whole buildings open. There's entire businesses, franchises, people that have passed down strip clubs to their sons. So at a point, it's just like, bro, clearly somebody likes this. You're in some sort of denial or, like I said, even place of resentment yep. about, like you said, the fact that, <laughs> you know, you, you, want it to be all free shit on Pornhub, I'm more into the thing of like, nah, I'm an investor. I want her to have a better camera and better lights. <laughs> <laughs> You're rare. You're I want a... her to have an editor. Well, I think it's just that we're ashamed. And I'll say the one thing about this generation that I notice is, and I mean, I think, okay, we move past, past the place of shame, right? Then there's like this nice middle ground of like, you don't need to be ashamed of what you do. But then there's like, and I mean, I'm saying this as a comedian, like there are comedians who will jump right on stage and be like, how many of you guys eat ass? And it's oh. like, hey, man, you didn't say hi to us or anything. We don't even know your name. <laughs> like, right. 
like you shouldn't be proud of it either. Of like your parents probably ate ass. They just didn't go around jumping on stage going, how many of you guys eat ass? It's a weird place to start. You shouldn't be ashamed of it, but you shouldn't be proud either. <laughs> Happy that, middle place. Yeah. Don't announce need, it, but need to know basis. So for me, I'm always vocal of like when dudes do that, of like, I watch that shit plenty, man. Like, what are we really doing? And a lot of guys will just be like, no, nah, man, I, hell no, not me. That's like, who are you trying to impress? It's, you know, a million dollar industry. It's funny that people would lie like that, knowing the fact that we have that information, right? There was this popular dude on Twitter that's like, I don't, I don't pay for pussy. And I was like, yes, you do. <laughs> don't well, lie now. <laughs> now. Now, purchasing sex a little bit. Oh, you know that he buys like your I, We know, A, we talk to one another. And B, you're coming straight to the source, right? Like if right. you're like, it's. I, I never share my DMs and stuff like that because I feel it's important that people have the ability to purchase this stuff and not feel ashamed and whatnot. But like, don't don't do that. Don't go around and, and try to front like that's not what you do. Just keep quiet. Just don't say anything, right? Oh, so you feel like he's definitely trying to like throw people off and he's vocal about not like Yeah, that. a lot of them are like that. A lot of them. I, <laughs> I'll have my criticisms of it. But I'll also admit, like, nah, I watch this shit. Like, but <laughs> I can hear you now, yes. <laughs> I think that's my cue to let you go. I'm sure you've got some shit to do. Uh, where was I? But I was, I guess I was just ranting about, yeah, I think guys are in a little bit of denial about what they like or they're resentful about it. And I'm definitely trying to be opposite. It's just new porn and people need to get used to the idea. Exactly. That it, is, it is what it is. It's but, there. It's not gone there so nah it's not not going anywhere it's a direct to consumer business and as a comedian i feel like hey you they they will argue or there are people who will argue strippers bear their bodies and comedians bear their soul hey i i so there's that connection so i i have a little (laughs) i feel a little bit of synergy with you guys of like oh this is probably and even for us it's like does your dad know you're a comedian and it's like yeah and he fucking hates me well now I'm a comedian <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like we sent you to law school what are you doing oh you, did you ever have do your do your parents yeah they know I'm a comedian 
Are so, they okay with it? Were they upset or anything? <laughs> they weren't upset, but they all they didn't invest in me, meaning like they didn't pay for my college or nothing, and I barely went to college. So I think they're I have a low expectation family of like a lot of my uncles and stuff went to jail. Okay. So it's just like at least he's not in jail. Do you have a dog? No, some guy is walking his dog outside and it's freaking out for no reason. That's so funny. He probably is a fan of yours. <laughs> He's most like, dogs are. It's Maya Jade. <laughs> okay, well, this has been a fun conversation. I The last thing I wanted to ask you maybe was a little more about school. So did you like, you're in law school? How far are you? I'm in? in, so you have to actually complete, um, well, what I'm trying to do is I completed my college program and then I transferred over to a university uh, near me to complete their a Bachelor of Arts. And then I want to transfer over. I'm not sure, to tell you the truth, but I want to complete law school. I feel like age plays a part. I should have did this immediately out of high school. But yeah, um, maybe it's never too late. I don't know. I have no clue. You, but, need, you need a minute to like get your shit together and I mean like well that's what sex work enough. has been allowing me to do I have a lot of free time to A do well in school right I don't have to stress financially about anything and okay. then I have the free time to do things but because of how I did things I'm a little not confused I'm just trying to figure out what would be the best route what would be the best thing for me what's going to keep me happy in the long run I don't want to have to go back to school because I'm very unhappy with what I chose to do so okay that's good yeah law law is interesting and I mean if you like to argue especially right I love it as you can see do you want to be do you want (laughs) to be like paralegal or like a lawyer like a partner at a firm um paralegals in Canada, I don't make that much, but I wouldn't mind that. Um, I would prefer to work in a law firm. That's the preference, but either or, as long as I get the opportunity to actually practice and to be out there and to be specifically, I want to go into family law. So, oh, what? All right. Well, this phone is certainly letting me know, like, (laughs) out of minutes, Negro. Wrap it up. So all I wanted to do was have you plug, like, where you are, where people can find you, because I'm a fan of yours. I want my fans to be fans of yours. 
Awesome. So, of course, Twitter. My Twitter is at OnlyBlackHotty. Um, I have two different types of content. So, if you're more so into vanilla, you can find me on many vids, and it's BlackHotty. So, that's the no space. That's the username. Um, you can find me on I Want Clips, and that is My Maya Jade. So, my Maya Jade, no space. Um, and if you're into domination content, then you're going to find me on Friendly Black Hottie on many vids, no space. <laughs> or you can find me on. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, as I said earlier, apologies for the interruptions, but if you bear with me through that then I'm sure you enjoy Maya Jade, a.k.a. Black Hottie. Uh, if you're anything like me, then you definitely want to go jack off right now because, uh, yeah, that was a fun interview, and uh, she's sexy, and uh, we talked a little about what she was into, and, uh, yeah, I'm definitely in the goddamn mood right now, so... uh Thanks for sticking, bearing with me through the interruptions. And as she said, you know, go online, mini vids, which is a lot like OnlyFans, but better because you can actually see previews and uh, find some of her content and don't steal or pirate the content. Actually pay for some. I'd say probably per five that you jerk off to. You want to go ahead and purchase one. <laughs> I know we're in a bad economy. I know Biden just cut the unemployment off on Labor Day, I might add. So it's like, God damn. September 6th was Labor Day and September 7th was manual Labor Day. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Find her OnlyFans or I keep saying OnlyFans. Her mini vids at Maya Jade or her Twitter at unfriendly black hottie and uh yeah interact with her purchase some of her content thanks for listening like share subscribe rate the fucking podcast you bastard even if it's bad <laughs>